Welcome, everybody. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. Join my conversation like I do every week with industry experts related to real estate and real estate for professionals. Today, we're coming close to spring, and we know everybody has buying homes on their mind and selling homes on their mind because this is when the prices start to go up. I'm encouraging our listeners to really think about getting pre-approved for a mortgage before you get started shopping for a home. You know, there's nothing worse than finding the right home, but having to have the wrong price and the right wrong financing terms. You can disappoint a lot of people. I encourage you to call Lou Carr at Summit Funding. Lou cannot join us today on the radio show, but he asked me to send his regards and his information. You know, Lou is the branch manager at Summit Funding in Sparks. Nevada. They're over on Los Altos Parkway. His branch MLS ID number is 104-2857. His personal number is 258750. Lou Carr, loan expert and branch manager at Summit Funding. All of his contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Later on the show today, we have two guests joining us to talk about their areas of expertise in the real estate world and in the world in general. Darren Maddox is going to be joining us. He is the principal at BCM Services. It's a licensed escrow agency here in Northern Nevada and also in Las Vegas. Also joining us too is Scott Morris. Scott is the owner of ITRCS uh, services and he is going to be talking to us about well the world in the cloud and security and some businesses that have compliance issues and how that relates to IT services. We'll have that and more after this message. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for joining us today. Peter Padilla here with you. And boy, am I glad to get some conversation going today. It seems like uh, it's been a whole week. Taylor, has it been a week? It's been a week. Seven days since we did Nevada Real Estate Radio. It's my favorite day because I get to keep up on real estate and all the fun things going on. Recently, I got back from a trip to beautiful Mason Valley. That's where Yarrington, Nevada is. And uh, we're attending some B Conference World activities there. And boy, that area is really taken off. I had a chance to drive through USA Parkway and also just to see the, well, it's, it's like a new energy that's taking place in Silver Springs, even as we cross the tracks over Wabuska. And when we get to Yarrington, it's kind of a hopping little town. They've got some activity going on. It's a really fun little retreat away from Reno and Sparks. It's about 90 minutes away. I encourage you to drive out for a visit and uh, tell them Peter sent you. Well, you, you don't have to tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, got two guests. Scott Morris is with us. Scott is the owner of ITRCS. Tell us about your company, Scott. Yeah, Scott Morris, uh, Reno or RCS IT Solutions. It's uh, awesome to be here, and thanks for inviting me. RCS IT Solutions. That's exactly. It. So I'm glad you're here with us, Scott. You had a trip out of town recently. You traveled to Bishop, California. I did. Yep. And so you went to a uh, conference there that where you want to talk to people that have needs in the IT world. Tell me about this conference. Yeah, absolutely. It was for the, the Family Law Conference. It's where the family attorneys went down and got their education credits that they need to keep their license and was able to rub shoulders with a bunch of different family attorneys and explain how my services benefit them and keep their businesses running efficiently and smoothly. 
RCS. What does that stand for in the name of your company? Reliable, consistent, secure. Those well, are the three pillars like, of my whole methodology. It sounds like three pillars of anybody's Absolutely. business methodology, but when you talk about security, I mean, it's not just protecting your database and protecting your sales receipts and transactions. There are some industries that really focus on compliance issues. Well, a lot of them are related to the, uh, the real estate industries. Talk to us about some of those compliance worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Attorneys are a big one. They have to keep a certain number of records or keep their records for a certain period of time per the Bar Association. Um, they need to make sure they step up their compliance and make sure that all their firewalls are up to date, antivirus. Uh, the, the biggest guideline that I work with is the HIPAA guidelines, and those are primarily used in the medical fields, but especially with attorneys that handle personal injury and uh, family law, they're handling a lot of the same types of records that a, a, law pr a, a medical practice would because they're, they're dealing with divorces, they're handling car insurance claims, things like that for different incidents, whatever their specialty is. Uh, mm -hmm. So they're handling that uh, personal health information that is very sensitive, social security numbers, medical records, things like that. So oh it's very, very important that you keep those secure. So mm -hmm. by following the HIPAA guidelines, you can pretty much ensure that everybody is protected as, as well as they can. So that's my, my go-to is the HIPAA guidelines. Yeah, and when I first met you, Scott, I want our listeners to know that you were working with a company that I was associated with that was in the, that is in the lending business, in yes. the mortgage industry. And I used to be a mortgage lender. Let me tell you, the compliance issues and security needs there are massive. Huge. I mean, because nobody wants to be uh, named on the evening news about losing data That's right. or malware getting infected into your system right. or, you know, uh, the viruses that come in. I mean, there's even the, the big the big businesses are hit with that. Absolutely. Everybody's sensitive to that. Absolutely. We, My specialty is the smaller firms. I, I like smaller offices, uh, places where I can pretty much walk in and talk to the owner or <coughs> at least somebody connected there. Um, I love the, you know, five users to 40 user um, environments. Um, that That's really my, my niche. And one thing that I want to mention is when you start talking about compliance and all these needs that, that people have, one of the things that people are concerned about is price. Obviously, it's like, oh my goodness, how much is this going to cost me? Um, it's really on an individual basis, but I want to ease some concerns that there are cheaper ways to go about it. That's one of the things that I take into consideration is making sure that I can handle a budget-friendly approach to all these compliance needs and make sure that you can sleep at night knowing that you're protected. You're not going to get hit with million-dollar fines from uh, the Bar Association or HIPAA or mm -hmm. um, all of that. So uh, don't let budget scare you away. I do a free site assessment for all of my um, prospective clients. So just let me let me come in and take a look and we'll find the right solution for you and your budget. I know you can do that. We're going to be talking about some other industries related to the IT world. It could be almost any business, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but those that really have the big compliance issues in their, well, in their uh, responsibility to their industry. Yep. Joining us with us, uh, joining us in the studio today, we have another guest. His name is Darren Maddox, and he is the principal at BCM Services. It's a licensed escrow agency. Darren, I'm glad you're with us today. Welcome. Thank you very much, Peter. Uh, appreciate you inviting me here on the show, and looking forward to explaining to you uh, exactly what we do as just an escrow company, not a title company. Well, one of my favorite uh, associates, Sherry Hill, she uh, introduced us, and you know she told me a little bit about what you do, but let our listeners know what BCM Services does exactly that would make it different from some of the other companies we might be thinking about. You bet. BCM Services, as an escrow company, uh, our primary line of business is what's referred to in the Nevada Revised Statutes as Builders Control Services. We disperse funds for construction projects, borrowed mm -hmm. funds from lenders, uh, owners' cash funds, uh, whichever source of funding 
existing uh, construction project may have, uh, we hold the money and disperse the money in accordance with the percentage of completion of a project. Mm -hmm. So we have the budget, we have requests for draws from a contractor, uh, we'll send out inspectors to inspect the project and make sure that the work has been done, and then we'll pay the contractor and his subcontractors and his suppliers. So it sounds like you're not only keeping track of the money and, and the numbers, but you're um, actually some sort of a com an accountability on the process of the project. Absolutely, definitely accountability as a, a mortgage uh, history in the mortgage industry, you understand loan-to-value covenants mm -hmm. and how much a lender can loan against a project and what their security interest is. They want to make sure that that percentage is in line with how much they've dispersed. Mm -hmm. So you interact very closely with the construction world and so uh, obviously there's a lot of construction going on. Some people think there's not enough construction going on uh, because we are having uh, a challenge finding enough homes for people to live in. I don't know that it's that way exactly in the construction in the rather commercial world, but still there's a lot of people that are busy right now yes. in the construction world. Very much so. So you have a kind of a pulse of what's going on. Yes, absolutely. Uh, in the last year, I mean, the difference in activity, what would you, how, how could you uh, explain that to us? I think we've gone beyond our capacity as far as being able to provide quality and skilled labor. Mm -hmm. We're at the point where virtually every vendor, every subcontractor, and every general contractor can't find enough help. Mm -hmm. So they can't keep up with the demand and they mm -hmm. can't keep up. It's, it's becoming very difficult mm. so just in the last year. Mm -hmm. So it's really about finding, and wh where, do you, where would you think that the, the lack is stemming from? Are, are people working in other parts of the country that aren't here? Or there's just not enough, there's too many projects for the population. Just uh, too many projects for the population. Yeah. The, the expansive growth, you mentioned USA Parkway, yeah. the, the companies coming into town uh, are large and they're creating a demand for housing. Mm -hmm. uh, so back in 2008, when there was an economic downturn, most of the folks left, most mm -hmm. of the laborers left and mm -hmm. went to other parts of the country where there was work. Mm -hmm. uh, to get them back is proving challenging. Yes, yes. Uh, the projects that you're working on, yes. uh, are they uh, primarily um, commercial properties or are they large residential complexes or combination? What's it like? It's all of it. We will we'll do a $40,000 TI to somebody's uh, small strip mall or we'll do the whole strip mall mm -hmm. or we'll do the buildings out at Trick. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can do commercial. We work with many developers uh, mm -hmm. with their you know, 20, 40, 80, even over 100 house developments. I know that there are other companies in Northern Nevada that are title and escrow companies. They do both. Yes. Or at least that's, it's in their name. Yes. There has to be a really important reason why you would specialize in half of that. Yes. I want to talk about that, but we have to take a quick break, so hang on to that thought. And we'll you be bet. back on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. 
This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Enjoy my conversation with industry experts this week, just like I have over the course of the past 12 years. With me in the studio today, I'm enjoying conversation with two gentlemen. With me is Darren Maddox. Darren is the principal at BCM Services. It's a licensed escrow agency. Hope you're enjoying being with us today, Darren. I am. Thank you, Peter. Very good. Also with us today is Scott Morris, and Scott is the owner of RCS IT Solution. Thank you, Peter. Glad you're with us today. Me too. So uh, we're all talking about the IT world, and like I mentioned earlier, I was on that trip to Yarrington. I drove right through USA Parkway, and I saw what I believe is the cloud. We talked about it last week, <laughs> yes. but you know, for the benefit of our new listeners that are with us, is that really where the cloud is, do you think, Scott? Part of it, yep. yeah. The, the cloud is pretty much everywhere. It's uh, basically the cloud is just a collection of servers that host data and move internet traffic around from place to place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Switch is right over there on USA Parkway, and it is definitely a big, big piece of the cloud for sure. Oh, yeah. It was really amazing. Uh, previously, I drove by in the daytime, but I happened to be going last night. It was about 9 or 10 o'clock I was coming hmm. back from Arrington. And when it's lit up, it really looks like a fortress. I'll have to drive That's out there at night. See it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't, the, haven't been out there at night. The, it, it, it appears that, the, that you can see through the brick walls is, is what it appeared because wow. the way that it's lit. Hmm. And there is this even row of pine trees, small pine trees, apparently against the lights. And, and it's just a, it's really a cool display. It's hmm. more of a shadow display than a light display, but altogether, it looks ultra secure. Right? <laughs> it is. It looks and like I a prison. Really good about that. <laughs> it looks like a prison to me. Yeah, it yeah. does. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about uh, the IT world, uh, not only with uh, the cloud world, but it seems like everybody has IT in their world. Now, um, I was reading recently that um, people nowadays have more capacity in their cell phone than all of the engineers did that sent the rockets to the moon in the 60s in Apollo era. Isn't that is, is, could that really be the case? By far. Actually, a, a typical watch has as much power as what they use to send Apollo. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the f- cell phones we have these days are cell phones we have these days are full-blown computers. They, they are actually very, very powerful devices. Oh yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But here's, my, here's the thing that I, keeps me up at night. If that's truly the case, why aren't we going to back to the moon so often? Well, you think we'd be going back and forth all the time now, right? It's probably just benefit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've heard a lot of different reasons on that, but it sounds like we're going to start pursuing the moon and also Mars, hopefully, in the next decade or two. So that sounds exciting. We yeah, can just send our phone. Send, yeah. <laughs> we'll send our phone up there. That's a good there point. You go. yeah. We'll send a robot. We'll send Siri up there. There we go. That's right. What, what are all their names? They got Siri, names, Siri Alexa. Janet, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa. It's really fun. But, you know, computers are in ev- in all of our lives now. Everywhere. Scott, it's hardly anywhere that computers are not involved. I, as I mentioned, I went to a beekeeping conference. Of course, now we're being encouraged by all the industry to register our bees so that they can get a GPS on them. And then they can put monitors inside the beehive so they can measure the temperature, measure the humidity, right. measure the, uh, I don't know, the hairs on every bee. I just, it's amazing what can be done with computers. Um, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down. It seems like people really want more and more technology in their lives, Scott. Yeah, they do. 
Um, sitting right next to me, I've got my cell phone and my tablet. There's two pieces of technology that I pretty much take everywhere with me. Get home, I've got a computer in my office. I've got a computer that's hooked up to my uh, my TV system. Mm-hmm. Um, girlfriend's, uh, actually fiance now, has a laptop, a phone, a tablet. Uh, we've got Blu-ray players, uh, receivers that mm-hmm. plug into the internet. I mean, it's it's everywhere. You can't walk anywhere without, you know, banging your head against at least a few devices that connect to the internet in some fashion. And it used to be that when you had all of this technology, and I remember in the 70s when start, things started to come, when you had this technology, you were at pretty much a different level than your contemporaries because not that many people have it. Right. It seems to me that now you have to have technology in your life and know how to use it just to keep up. Just to, just, yeah, just to just, function in society. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that's yeah. All the more reason that I believe uh, an individual like yourself with your areas of expertise, Scott, is so valuable because as we were talking going into the break, there are a lot of compliance issues in the world. Uh, and more and more, it seems like, with more regulation, more oversight. Yeah. You know, we talked about the lending industry is a big part of that, the real it estate is. industry, yeah. uh, the medical industry, the legal industry. I mean, yeah. Because it's a, the, the legal industry is in everything. It's all about, I think, protecting people's identity. Absolutely. Right? Uh, being secure that information that you had from one person to another it used to be it might get lost in the mail. It might right. get uh, lost in the paper shuffle. Now it can be moved digitally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you lose a, a packet of information in the mail, you know it went missing because the other end didn't receive it. You can work on trying to track it down. At mm-hmm. least you know that information went missing. Yeah. That's the biggest threat right now is that everything is digital. So it goes from point A to point B just fine. But anywhere in that process, it could have leaked out. Somebody else could have gotten their hands on it. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying because you don't usually know it until it's way too late. So our other guest in the studio, Darren Maddox, we and I were talking briefly about something called encryption in his world. Mm-hmm. And so talk to us about that, Scott. What does encryption mean when we talk about uh, transference of data? Basically, encryption takes that information that you're trying to send and it wraps code around it in a way that makes it so if somebody were to intercept it, they can't really get to the data. Um, There are a lot of different mechanisms for it. Um, One thing that we're all familiar with is if you're browsing the internet and you go to a website like Amazon or the bank, you look, everybody knows now to look at the the little, the first part of the web address, that HTTPS. If it says HTTPS, that S means secure. Mm. So by having that connection, that's an encrypted connection between your computer and whatever server is housing that um, that data that you're, you're getting, like Amazon. Um, That doesn't mean it's completely invulnerable, but what that means is in transit from your computer to Amazon servers, it's less likely that somebody will be able to capture sensitive information like your your name, your address, your social security number, your credit card. That's why it's so important to look for that HTTPS up there in the browser uh, URL bar. Wow, how many so, people how many people do you suppose don't know that about that S? It seems to be getting less and less, but I still do find some people that don't know that trick. So keep that in mind, everybody. Oh, absolutely, that's great, <laughs> that's great information. Very important. Uh, look, I knew that, but somebody told me that maybe a year or two ago, and I never even thought about it right. again. And now you're saying it now, and it's like, I wonder why I haven't checked that. I don't right. check. I, you I'm, know, it's actually so important now mm-hmm. that Google recently released its new uh, ranking algorithms. And if your site doesn't have one of those, it's called an SSL certificate. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that HTTPS, they will downgrade you in the rankings. It's that important. Even sites that don't transmit a lot of data. I have an, an SSL on my site. Um, I don't transmit any sensitive information, but you just you just need it because yeah. anybody who fills out a form or does anything, it just pro- adds that layer of protection. Well, that's great so. advice for our 
our business owners. Yeah, and it's huge. Yeah, I would imagine that may, there are, there may be some people that have lost business uh, if they have a digital store. Yep. If somebody goes to their store, they don't see the us, and they say, eh, you know what, yep. I think I'll go down to the Wally World. Down That's the right. And if Google, there. if you use Google Chrome, they actually have a security warning now. If they detect a form that need, that you're going to send a credit card number, they'll actually pop up and say, this site isn't secure. Are you sure you want to do it? Right. So if you don't have that and you're doing any sort of commerce, you're done. Uh, you'll lose a lot of traffic. So if your sales have dropped and you don't know why, maybe that has something to do wow. with it. Wow. So a digital analysis could be a big part yeah. of keeping your business active, not only for security, right. but for making the phone ring. Yeah. That's a great, great point that you bring up there. Uh, Darren Maddox is our other guest in the studio, and he is the principal at BCM Services. And we were talking also before the break about, well, you know, about compliance, and we were talking <laughs> about uh, encryption. But I also wanted to know about that specialty side of yeah. escrow, just doing escrow. Why would a company specialize just in that part of the what I perce have perceived up to this point as just two elements of one business? You bet. Um, to talk to Scott's point real quick, I want to hit on it because it's a very important oh, factor absolutely. in the escrow industry, uh, encryption and security. Mm -hmm. In the escrow industry, which I'm sure most people have experience with, there's a lot of money that gets wired, mm -hmm. and it's generally instigated by an email. Mm -hmm. uh, there's folks out there who look for the forward wire Absolutely. to find out and steal your emails and redirect wires. Yeah. So uh, Scott has some incredible information <laughs> in that that yep. terribly affects, critically affects mm -hmm. an escrow company like mm -hmm. myself. Uh, and how that affects me just being an escrow company, um, most people are familiar with what a title company is. And the title company in the West Coast is somebody you use when you purchase or sell a piece of property to ensure that the property is free of liens and that the title is clear and there's not some stuff from historical transactions that may be attached to your property. As a title company, they provide escrow services. They hold your money as a convenience to that title transaction. But if you were to go to them to ask them to hold $100,000 for a business purchase or $100,000 for a private investment transaction, they don't do that. Uh, for the most part. There are some that may do it depending upon what kind of customer you are to them, but for the most part, they're not in the business of being an escrow company. They're in the business of being a title company that provides escrow as a convenience. So there has to be an APN number or a parcel number there probably has, for them to There get has into to it. be real property yeah. for yeah. them to be interested. And, and the biggest reason is, and this is not all-encompassing, but the biggest reason is title companies are underwritten, they're insured by other entities, larger entities, mm -hmm. Fidelity, Chicago Title. And those folks do not necessarily underwrite escrow transactions unless there is title involved. Mm -hmm. It's a complex all right, so it's for, it's for those types of, I mean, I know you do them when there is real estate involved, but uh, yes, but it's for the transactions, too, that don't involve real estate. There could be other types of business. Many transactions, litigation, uh, disputes uh, between parties where, to show good faith, put money into a, an escrow account, mm -hmm. and then we'll resolve the dispute. Uh, it's for various investment-type transactions. If there's a group of 10 people doing a $2 million transaction, uh, they each commit to $200,000 a piece, mm -hmm. and then one person goes out and does all the work to research that transaction. Four months later, it comes back, says, okay, everybody, put in your money to the investment. Well, three people, three people take off and say, well, you know, I already committed. If they were all to put a 10% deposit at the beginning mm -hmm. when they made their commitment, that person who did all the groundwork could keep that money to then find somebody else. Yeah. Uh, these are some of the kind of unique types of 
escrow transactions. Well, I like involved. that because if you are an entrepreneur, if you're yes. an investor and you're putting together a package, yes. I mean, there's a lot of work up front. Very yeah. much. And, and that's, that's a good policy. If you want me to do the initial work, there has to be a commitment at least. Yes. And that money is a commitment and it's quote unquote in the bank Absolutely. when it's with an, an escrow company. Absolutely. Right? Imagine, Peter, if you put together a transaction such as that and, and right at the end of the lines, you know, you're buying this real estate or you're buying uh, whatever the transaction might be, your investors walk away. Mm -hmm. uh, you now have to scramble to find somebody. And you're probably going to have to sell it at a discount or, or, or a reduced rate. Mm -hmm. That's why that 10% helps, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And the, those are just kind of the creative escrow type of transaction. We also do business purchases and sales. So mm -hmm. we'll you know, handle the transaction of selling your gas station or uh, your uh, sandwich shop or whatever it might be. You're in the right state. There's a lot of activity going on right there now. There is. Um, Scott was traveling. He was in Bishop doing business there. Uh, a lot of people are statewide employees now, and a lot of people have clients both in Reno and Las Vegas. I see on your business card that you have an office in Las Vegas as well. Yes. I want to talk to you a little bit about the Las Vegas market you bet. and how that could impact things going on here, or maybe it's just a great comparison to see what's happening in the southern part of our state. We'll continue our conversation, too with Scott Morris. Scott is our IT specialist in the room today, and I've already learned something new. I'm going to look for an S from now on every time I go to a website. Me Absolutely. too. Thanks to Scott. <laughs> Me <Yep>. too. <laughs> We've got that and more after this message. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, hoping you're enjoying our conversation today with industry experts and talking about real estate and real estate related activities in Northern Nevada. In the springtime, people are wanting to do a little bit of spring cleaning. I know that I do, and we know who we're going to call to take care of our carpets. That's CJ's recommended carpet care. Extraction Jackson is the man in charge. His name is Jack Whiteley. What a great guy. And I love Jack because, you know, he runs a family-owned business, and I know his whole family is involved with providing the best service and attention to your carpets, upholstery, and tile like you've never seen before. Jack has done big jobs, commercial jobs. He does also does residential, and he's the go-to guy for many, many people in the real estate industry because we all know it. People love pets. People have pets. Jack is a pet owner, too, and he's a pet odor specialist. He can get odor and stains out of any carpet and keep them looking great all year long. I encourage you to visit Jack at his website, cjscarpetcare.com. All of his information, it's on our website, too, nevadarealestateradio.com. With me in the studio today, I'm talking with two gents about oh, all sorts of things related to business. Today, we're talking a little bit about the IT world, and we're also talking about escrow. When I hear the word escrow, I think about a big dollar sign because, to me, escrow is all about money. And in a way, Darren, you're kind of a money expert, right? You're managing it in some way. You're keeping your eye on it, maybe both eyes on it. Absolutely. You're That's taking it. care of it. Absolutely. It's, it's really safe. 
Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> the the way that your uh, your your business operates because although it is tied to the real estate world in some cases, it's just that sometimes you need to do another business transaction to move on to the real estate transaction. Correct. I know that as being a, a former mortgage lender. Let's face it, people's lives are complicated. We have a lot of accounts. We have a lot of different credit cards. We have a lot of different investments, mm -hmm. and it takes somebody that really cares and has the expertise to do the work that you do to make it right. How many years in this business? Uh, 10 years in the escrow business, mm -hmm. 32 years as a CPA. Mm -hmm. A CPA, wow, certified public accountant. Uh, that probably helps you in the escrow world. <laughs> Absolutely. Escrow is basically a third party fiduciary and mm -hmm. to say you're a CPA as well, lends credibility and, and some integrity to the work that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, thing we were talking about when we were going to break is you're not only in Northern Nevada with an office here in Reno, but also Las Vegas. Yes. How's that market uh, from your perspective as well? We went into Las Vegas for the construction side of things, for the builder's control, disbursement of funds, mm -hmm. uh, escrowing of funds for construction projects. Mm -hmm. uh, as Reno was picking up, Las Vegas was picking up as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you can, in our estimate, multiply Vegas by about 10 times the size of Reno. So the activity and the, the volume of work down there uh, is extremely uh, larger, if that's the proper <laughs> grammar. Uh, there's a lot more escrow to do there's down there. There's a lot there. more escrow to do down there. Escrow is a dollar sign. Yes, so, yeah. and escrow is a dollar yeah. sign. Uh, we don't do, we do specifically builders control in Las Vegas. We haven't expanded to the other escrow services, mm -hmm. just the construction side of things. It's exciting to think about Las Vegas. Uh, I'm an NFL football fan. Mm -hmm. I love watching the Raiders. Oh, yeah. And I bet there's a lot of chatter going on about NFL coming to Southern Nevada. Absolutely. It was very similar to Tesla coming to Northern Nevada. Yeah. You say the Raiders are coming to uh, Southern Nevada mm -hmm. and things start happening. Contracts oh, start yeah. opening, mm -hmm. buildings start getting remodeled, mm -hmm. you name it. Just the chatter alone is one thing, but mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of jobs, a lot of construction, oh. a lot of new businesses that are going to open up. A lot of, um, yeah, gross domestic product mm -hmm. just as a result of the NFL team. When we're talking about, in your world, the world of IT and security and compliance, yes. um, as the numbers go up, as your numbers go up, it's all the more critical. Absolutely. I'm sure, because it, you're not you're using your whole world to offer compliance and security and protection of those assets. The digital part of it is one of the components, but it's got to be one of the major components. It's a major component. Most of our transactions are large dollars, and a majority of them are done through electronic means, wire mm -hmm. transfer, uh, email instigation of a wire transfer, that kind of thing, mm -hmm. and that puts us at risk. Yeah. Scott Morris is with us too. Scott, you live in the cloud. Right. You absolutely are absolutely. He, he, we Scott, like to think so. Scott is <laughs> not that kind of cloud. I'm lost in the clouds. No, I've always been told I, I, I got to get my head out of the clouds. But I prefer my head in the cloud. I like it up here in the clouds. Multiple aspects of that. So you're, I also know you're a pilot, so you truly are in the air up in the clouds. How long to fly to Las Vegas from Reno? Uh, the planes that I fly, it takes about three hours, depending on what the winds are doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, more and more business coming from southern Nevada. Many times it seems like it's all kind of one and the same. We were watching yeah. NASCAR just last week from Las Vegas, and the area's absolutely always got something going on. Seems like it, yeah. I mean, I, I like to think that Reno is like that, too. There's always an event going on. There's always something going on the weekend, but in Las Vegas, it yeah. really is every day. It's 24-7. Yeah. And that's how people are running their business now. Yep. And they use the technology to be able to do that, to be able to go 24-7. That's right. A as people are making more money or just getting more awareness, they become liable, I know, to something called ransomware. Let our listeners know about ransomware and how that would work. Yeah, ransomware is the one of the things that keeps me awake at night, uh, coming up with strategies to stay ahead of it and deal with the damages that it leaves behind. A um, little bit of history on malware in general. 
back, you know, five, six years ago, especially as a small business, you were mostly worried about picking up, you know, more mundane stuff, little Trojans and um, just stuff that makes life a nuisance, maybe stops you from being able to work. Um, there was always the risks of having data stolen and things like that, but it was much less um, prevalent. With the advent of ransomware, what ransomware does is it basically encrypts all of the data that's on your hard drive. So all of your pictures, your files, we were just talking about encryption a minute ago. Well, it uses that same encryption technology to make it so you can't access your stuff because somebody else encrypted it. They have that private key that can un, uh, de decrypt it. Mm -hmm. So what they do is a lot of times it's, it's spread via email. Uh, you click on a link that you didn't need to click on and then maybe you shouldn't have clicked on. A lot of times it'll be like, oh, well, nothing happened. That's weird. Um, well, something did happen. It's kicking away in the background. It's going and it's encrypting everything. As soon as it's done, all of a sudden you get this message that pops up in your face and says, hey, give us three Bitcoin or whatever it is that the number that they want to charge. I've seen everything from uh, $300 to, you know, thousands of dollars, just depending on the, the scope of um, what they were targeting. And so that's why they call it ransomware. It's just like holding anything ransom. They're basically holding your data hostage until you pay them money. And then once you pay the money, you're taking it on faith that they'll actually give you the key to decrypt your data and not just skip town. It's done through anonymous currencies. So there's really no way to track it. So you have no guarantee that you're gonna actually get that decryption key or that it will actually work when you get it. So that's, that's why it keeps me awake at night. It's extremely terrifying and it's completely changed the game on what, um, what businesses will face. And this is very prevalent and it's so easy to do. It's based on, I mean, it's so cheap and easy to get an encryption program. So that's why it's so prevalent in small business because it's so easy. You just send out a, a whole boatload of emails and hope somebody clicks a link. If they do, it really costs you nothing to develop and make it happen, but it's extremely detrimental to the business. We can't just go in there and remove it. Once it's encrypted, you're toast. So, wow. wow. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. So if that, if that data was a family member instead of data, it truly is, you have, you have your data kidnapped. It's you have your kidnapped. family kidnapped. It's, yep. Then they're held for ransom. Yes. And then you don't know who it is because of the communication type. Right. Then if you pay the money, you just hope, you hope. that they're going to return your family in this case your yes. data yes oh my gosh i can see that could be devastating for a business especially for a business that has to deliver on-time service oh, yeah. on-time product yeah uh, you know uh, they've got payroll coming right oh my gosh it could be you speak of your know, business you've got all your sensitive files and everything on that so that's one aspect yeah it locks you out of all those but the big one too is think about your quickbooks and your email if you get your email encrypted every single email you've ever sent or received no longer accessible to you and your quickbooks it's your entire financial life of your entire business for its history gone mm. that's why it's so scary you have been working with my company here for the last four years yep during that amount of time I don't remember ever an issue where we had ransomware come through our doors however if it had if it happened tonight tomorrow yeah in our case because we're using your service we have a professional IT specialist how does that process works how do we yeah, get out of that the reason you haven't seen it is because we use really good antivirus software that is pretty good at stopping it I can't guarantee you to stop everything the software that we use does a really good job of stopping it on the front end before it even goes and does this damage um, now in the event that you did call me tomorrow morning and said oh shoot we can't access any of our files we run our backups uh, every hour and they're very good backups. The, the encryption software will have no access to those backups. That's one of the questions I ask people when they say, oh, we've got a backup, we're good. If you have that backup plugged into your computer, that ransomware will find your backup and encrypt your backup too. Mm. 
So ours is structured in such a way where that ransomware will not have access to the backup. And even if it did get to the local copy of the backup, it's also stored in the cloud and then it's relayed over to my servers as well. So it would have to go through a lot of hoops to encrypt our stuff. So mm -hmm. in answer to your question, if I got that, that heartbreaking call in the morning, tomorrow morning, and you said, oh shoot, Scott, we are encrypted. Um, it would be about, you know, probably a half hour, 45 minutes, I'd have you back up and running. I'd just delete all the encrypted files, restore them from the most recent backup, which would have likely have been no longer than an hour ago, and that would be that. Wow. Easy. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I'm glad I haven't really seen you around lately. That's right. <laughs> Unless I see my IT guy, the better I think things are going. Yeah. That's amazing, Scott. I would bet a lot of people don't know how vulnerable that they are. And I don't right. like to sell anything based on fear, but let's face it, you have to protect yourself nowadays. People buy insurance. People get uh, warranties on their products that they buy. That's right. Um, they go to the gym to take care of their body to be more healthy. You know, you we have ways to protect so much of our lives, but yeah. we're so vulnerable with the IT world. And so much of our data is so important. You got family pictures. Uh, you know, on the personal side, you got the family pictures and all this the stuff that goes along with that. On the business side, you've got mission critical documents and QuickBooks data and things like that that are so important. And yeah. I don't As like the CPA, fear card. We've run into absolutely many yeah. clients. QuickBooks. QuickBooks is a big target. I don't like playing the fear card. Uh, it's just this is one of those subjects. I'm talking out of passion, not necessarily fear. It, it scares me. I literally do lose sleep over it, trying to make sure I'm staying ahead of it. I pay a lot of attention to my backups that I run for all my customers because you just you, you can't take it on faith that your backups are functioning the way they're supposed to. You have to know they're functioning. So we test them. We make sure they run every hour. If something fails, we get in there and figure out why and make sure we get a backup run ASAP successfully. Um, so it takes a lot of work and a lot of maintenance. It's you know there's no such thing as set and forget anymore in this world. Scott, I know that sometimes people don't take action until it's an emergency. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, call it whatever you will. Yep. Uh, a lot of procrastinators in this world. Mm -hmm. After this break, I want you to give us a little uh, a little outline of what it looks like if somebody has gone through a huge disaster, yeah. they don't have any backups, yeah. how do they recover? Could happen any day. We'll have that and more after this commercial break. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 1042857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you. Summit Funding is an equal housing lender. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio right here on 1180 AM, Lotus Broadcast Stations in Northern Nevada. We're talking a lot about, oh, the real estate world, the business world, the IT world. But, you know, sometimes you just want to take a break and read something that will help you relax a little bit and you know, maybe take you to another world. I recently met a lady who has a brand new book that she just released. Her name is Karen Gedney. Karen is a very interesting person. She was a doctor for 30 years 
behind bars. She was a prison doctor, a woman doctor at an all-male prison. She retired in the past few years, and she has published an incredible book. It's called 30 Years Behind Bars. I probably read this in about two days. I know people that are getting it done in a day and a half. It is such an intriguing book with incredible illustrations and takes you to a life. Well, it's a life that like, you've never seen before. It's just under 400 pages, and I recommend it for outstanding reading and enjoyment. 30 Years Behind Bars, Trials of a Prison Doctor by Dr. Karen Gedney. You can find out more about the book. You can order it at Amazon. Just Google or Amazon, 30 Years Behind Bars. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm glad to be here today because Scott Morris is with us, and Scott is a, he's an IT pro is what he is. He's with RCS IT Solutions, and he's our IT specialist here at Sage International, Sage Advertising, and Nevada Real Estate Radio. And I just love the fact that I can count on Scott and his services and work to keep us where we need to be available, accessible, and always on time. That's critical for me, is to be able to meet our obligations. And when you have, well, you got issues with your IT world, you can't make it. We talked a little bit about how you protect yourself by having a great protech, uh, like you, uh, Scott Morris from RCS. But most people, when they have a big problem, it's because they didn't do what they should have done. Now they got a disaster. So Scott, what happens when somebody calls you and says, Scott, I know we've never met before. Peter said you might be able to help me. Uh, we've got some ransomware we can't get into our database. Our heating and air conditioning company is shut down. Yeah. What do, what do you do? That's, uh, I take those calls very seriously. <laughs> I, I know the detriment that those types of calls uh, usually spur. Um, I, anytime I get a call like that, I, I will do my absolute best to pretty much drop what I'm doing and go do a quick site assessment just to see what the extent of the damage is. Unfortunately, as I've said with ransomware, unless you've got a good backup, you really don't have any ways out. Um, there are a few tricks I have up my sleeve that I, if they get a, an older, more outdated type of that ransomware, there are a few things that I can do. Um, for example, if the, the computer that got the infection wasn't the server itself, the server may have uh, some shadow copies, they call them. That that data may be accessible. The computer that gets hit is usually completely toast because it'll go through and it'll delete all those shadow copies and things like that. Mm -hmm. The newer ransomware also has mechanisms built into it that will do that on every device that it touches. So, But I'm happy to go out and at least make that assessment and see what the damage is. Never like the news. I'm sorry you're um, not going to like what I have to say, but I will do everything I can to at least let them know what options we have. Well, I think it's good that you can do that and do it fast because yes. a lot of times it's just you know, the part of the, the recovery process that's most important is rebuilding. That's right. And sometimes you just have to get on it right away. At least away, you know. Start to rebuild. Point. Instead of waiting around for days and weeks right. thinking, well, maybe I can get it. Maybe some guy, right. maybe. There's no maybe. That, that Once false you know hope. That. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then and then from that point, you do it right. You know, you set right. it up so that you have that kind of security protocol. Exactly. Which, if, if it's a serious loss, it deserved to be treated seriously and that's the way right. it's protected. That's right. So be proactive. <laughs> just know that that stuff's out there and know that it is very easy to get. It's uh, It's... I mean, it's scary easy to, to pick up. Literally yeah. click on the wrong attachment and you're toast. Yeah, so I also know, Scott, you hear about all these companies that sell, oh, security uh, devices, security software over sure. the internet. And, and, you know, there's a difference, I know, when you're, you have a business 
But one of the things that I like not having to do is have that on my list of duties. Is right. Checking my RT because I'm I'm too busy doing the radio show. Absolutely. We're an advertising agency. We help people there. We're helping people get uh, connected with the right people to do their transactions. Right. It's not really where I want to spend my time. <laughs> uh, I could do it myself, but yeah. I'd rather pay a pro than I can use my time more efficiently. Exactly. Isn't that really what you're you're helping people is, it is. To get a hold of the time? Right. And it's really more than that. It's the the capability. It doesn't take a whole lot of capability. I'll say just to you know install an antivirus program and have some monicum of you know security in your mind thinking, okay, I'm protected. It's that level of monitoring. Whether you can do it yourself or not is really irrelevant. Uh, the fact is I spend so much time monitoring stuff that's going on. If you get a, for example, if you guys were to get a, uh, if somebody were to open an attachment right now, I'd literally, my phone would buzz and say somebody tried to open an attachment that's infected. Mm. So you don't, no matter whether you have the capability to do mm. that, you're too busy. You, you don't have the time to sit there and watch this stuff all day. That's mm. what I do. I've got the software and the system set up in a mm. way that I know that stuff immediately so I can take action. I can call over and say, hey, who, who tried to open this mm -hmm. attachment? Um, I know what device it came from. I know what the email subject was. I can maybe fish a little bit and see what happened. Um, it's not to get anybody in trouble. It's more for my knowledge to know what those types of emails are that are spreading this stuff and maybe give some education. Like, yeah, be careful um, because they're getting really, really sneaky these days. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they come in, there's a more new phenomenon called CEO fraud. Then that's somebody gets access to a CEO's email address and then all of a sudden they send out all these emails to vendors and customers and employees saying, hey, this is really urgent. I need you to look at this immediately. Boom, you open the attachment. Um, that happened uh, when I was in Bishop. Actually, I mm -hmm. had to do a little damage control and um, a bunch of e email accounts got hacked. And again, it's just that knowing and, and being, it may happen, but having somebody like me in your corner lets us jump on it right away. I've got the mechanisms in place to lock these guys out. So you may you know, only have 15 or 20 minutes of ramifications to deal with instead of not knowing about it for a week. And then all of a sudden you don't know what happened over that last week. You didn't get any emails. You, mm -hmm. Somebody might have deleted a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff. You just don't know. Well, that's so. your job. You're, that's Scott's right. job. Scott's not exactly. going to do my taxes. Right. And I'm not going to have him fix my broken leg. <laughs> uh, that's but right. I'm, I don't want to go to a doctor who's working on his IT either. No, exactly. <laughs> I want right. him working on breaking, fixing legs. That's right. Yeah. So that. Yep. So I guess, yeah, it's my job is to let you focus on what makes you money and what you're good at. Right. Don't worry about the IT. Let me worry about it. You're a great person to know, Scott Morris. And so if somebody wants to get out into the social media, into the websites, uh, do a search. What's the best way to reach? Uh, on the web is itrcs.com. Again, itrcs.com. Uh, you can always give me a, a call at my office, 775-737-4400. 775-737-4400. Those are the, probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. Very good. We're going to get all your information on our website too, nevadarealestateradio.com. And, and I'm going to remember, always look for the S. Ah, that's right. Look for the S. Very nice. <laughs> also with us, Darren Maddox. Darren is with... Uh, BCM services, and Correct. BCM is working escrow, a lot of money in the process of what you do. You're almost like a banker because you're dealing with money, but you're you're kind of keeping your eye on it until it goes in the right direction. You bet. The third-party fiduciary. Yeah. So the uh, construction world, as we talked about, is big for you, and it's going to continue to grow. Yes. There's going to be more people that are looking for this kind of, of service because they're trying to put deals together to put other deals together. Um, Las Vegas, a new, big part of your market as well as northern Nevada. Yes. Do you do work that involves transactions at other states yes okay so is that nationwide or is it uh, California most a lot of the deals are coming from California yeah you know, predominantly right? we cross the line up in uh, uh, Truckee mm -hmm. uh, where we've got folks who
to, it's closer to come to Reno than it is to go to Sacramento. Yes. Uh, the rules and regulations regarding holding money, as long as the money is in Nevada, then I fall under the Nevada revised statutes. Mm -hmm. uh, and as long as I'm not establishing what's called a nexus in another state, and that's a physical presence, mm -hmm. uh, then I'm not required to get licensed or certified in those other states. So mm -hmm. I'm allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. I will do it primarily for folks I already know. If somebody calls me from New York to mm -hmm. handle a transaction, I probably won't do it unless it's somebody who's in Reno and has a transaction in New York. And I'm sure it depends on the size of the escrow as well. And it depends on the size of the escrow. Yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of international business taking place, especially yes. with uh, Tahoe Industrial Center all across the world. We, we yes. seem to be kind of like in a gro global economy so much. Do you interact also with international transactions? We do. Uh, yeah. We do. Uh, many of the transactions that we handle require monies that are coming from overseas or coming through uh, a transaction that is overseas. Uh, our primary goal, not goal, but our, our objective is to not get involved with the you know money laundering type of transactions, which as a small escrow company in Reno, Nevada, uh, gets identified mm -hmm. as someone who, hey, maybe they can help us do that. Uh, we work with the banks and we ensure that all monies that we receive don't come in brown bags, but come <laughs> through Federal Reserve Services and, mm -hmm. and our certified funds. Yeah. So those monies that are coming from overseas have already been mm -hmm. tested and, and they come to us. Mm -hmm. So you do work as a CPA as well. Yes. You, the, the, both businesses run concurrently out of the same office, or you have different offices? They do. How does that work? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a CPA. I, my primary focus is forensic accounting and business valuation work, mm -hmm. uh, not your standard tax preparer. Yeah. Uh, I performed the builder's control and disbursement transactions through my accounting practice until 2012 when the state said you need to get an escrow license. Mm -hmm. uh, and with that, uh, you know, my mind as an entrepreneur opened up and said, hey, we can really expand this office. Yeah. Uh, but right. in my accounting practice, which is forensic accounting and working with attorneys, uh, there are many instances where disputes uh, fall into a situation where money can be held for a particular dispute until it's resolved. Mm -hmm. It shows good faith on one side or the other that they're gonna make a payment, they just haven't decided on what that payment would be. Hmm. Well, it's a wide world of money in sports in your Absolutely. world because there's so much going on uh, all across the country, but especially in Nevada. It's, it's kind of fun to be in a state that awesome. has a little boom going to it's it right wonderful. now. It's wonderful, it's great, it's uh, very interesting. It very is, much is. And a lot of new players too, yeah. the Switches, the Googles, the yeah. Amazons, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're working with us. The business rock stars are coming to Nevada. You Glad it. you came to join us today. And Thank you very much, I'd Peter. like to encourage our listeners that if they would like to learn more about escrow services, the work that you do at BCS, what's the best way? Uh, best way to contact me is through our website, www.bcmservices.com, uh, or my phone number, 775-682-4388. And you can call anytime. Any question is, is a good question. All right, Darren, thanks for being with us today. You betcha. Thank you, Peter. Scott, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. We enjoyed Peter. having you on the show. Thank you. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you have any questions for us, send an email to me, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. We're back again next week, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at Nevada